Do not open this door. I had to say it anyway because it doesn't make sense in the movie. And then I got on top and I spit into his mouth. Well, it doesn't ruin my story. It just it just makes it a conversation rather than a story. Perhaps a little drunk <laughs> no. from from the day's festivities. I would love to meet the woman who likes it. Oh, I freaking thought the moon landing. I, I love the moon landing from the standpoint of I believe in the moon landing. All right. My na- uh, I was uh, walking the dog in the complex. Yep. And uh, that sounds like a great potential euphemism, by the way. Walking the dog in the complex. Yeah, I was walking the dog in the complex. If you know what I mean. Is it masturbatory? What, what is it? I know. I have no idea. I'm saying you could find complex. something to make it a euphemism for it. It'd be pretty good. You know good. what I mean when you're walking the dog yeah, in the complex. Exactly right. This guy knows what I mean. You're in the prison yard, and then you decide to walk the dog in the complex. I don't think you get a free walk as a dog in the complex. The dog is sicked on you in the complex. I think you're already fucking this metaphor. I think. I think I admire your uh, your your flight of imagination. Sir, as you took control. Well done. So um, <laughs> I was walking the dog, and um, we have this communal pool. And actually, for such a shitty complex that we live in, we do have a, a fairly good communal pool. I've been in it. It's nice. All right. So uh, I, I'm out there with the dog, and the the way the pool's set up, it's like it has the iron fence, but, but it, or iron rot, you know, slats between. You can see between the, 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 the iron, the yeah. railings, yeah. And, and uh, mostly it's ivy, but, you know, you can still see through a bunch. And I see a, a guy on a deck chair and a woman. They're both very, very attractive. And she's in her bikini. He's on, he's in, and uh, she appears to be straddling him. I go, ooh. Now, I think at first I go, oh, they're, having, they're just having kind of fun. You know, she's jumping on top of him. Like, yeah. Where's this going? Okay. So I go, I think there's a little motion. And I think she's got something to the side there. I don't know what's happening. So then I had to make this decision. And the, here's the decision I made. Of course, I, of course, I want to like, I want to people. Hey guys, I want to you know <laughs> peek over. Oh yeah, the phone or <laughs> record. I want to check this couple out who's yeah. having like public sex. But then I thought, okay, here's the deal with public. Sex. Here's the that's the deal yeah. with public sex. Um, is um, it's really great because it's a thrill of of possibly getting caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting caught sucks. Mm-hmm. Not getting get, caught is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting caught is like you feel like a, a real fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, actually, I, I'm not, I, I'm not like 31 anymore. I, I don't have to watch it. There was a point where I just had no joy. I would have had to watch it. Yeah. I go, let me, let me just. I'm gonna turn my head, and if they happen to look over, they'll see that I'm not, not even noticing. And I'm walking the dog around the perimeter, walking away. And that goddamn dog of mine smelled something and was like, <laughs> right where they were. So I, go, I think we know what that smell was. Go, Pussy, let's go. So I fucking, so I, I'm just, I'm continually playing the game and going the other way, looking the other way. I go all the way back. I go, ah, the shell. Now from our, our, from our balcony, by the way, you can see out to the pool pretty good. Okay. That's another thing that I think they were up to. Like this is kind of a rear yeah, window yeah, type yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I go, yeah, so you really want to check what's going on up there. So she she goes and looks no. and she goes, "You idiot! It, it wasn't that at all." What? I, I was I was befelled or befallen by my ancient eyes. They weren't even close to doing that. I looked like ah, oh, she's just sort of she's not even on top of him. Number one, she's to his side. There was like a forced perspective. <laughs> so, it's just dumb. 
Ah, you know how they, I'm, you know what I fucking I am gonna me, I'm gonna heroically uh, defend you on that. Let me lead, let me let this lead somewhere. Let me let this lead. Somewhere. You know my wife destroyed joy for me. This no, afternoon. no, no. <laughs> oh well, I was willing to destroy my own joy. That's that's the point. Oh, so okay. she didn't do anything. But but you know how sometimes I'm real dumb. You know that Tommy? Like yeah. real dumb dumb. What do you think? <laughs> like, hey, why don't you point the microphone at your mouth? Huh? You know, yeah. You know when this guy's a real dumb dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you one of the things I feel the dumbest about, and it has to do with with wanting to be intelligent, which is the worst kind of dumb feeling. Yeah, it's the kind of it's one of the easier ones to get at too. Yeah, I have figured this That's out about myself, and it's that when I am into something and other people aren't into something, let's say music or films, or they're into something, and I'm like, <laughs> "What is this nonsense? I'm not into it." Mm-hmm. Rather than just let that go and let someone like what they like and I don't like it, which by itself is not necessarily a terrible human flaw because, hey, well, that's what we're doing right now. Like, that's what the show is. There's, there's a purpose to criticism and arguing and everything else. Mm-hmm. But I work myself up into some sort of philosophical <laughs> lather, and the lather is this. It's that I decide I'm going to assign some sort of, like, uh, I guess I'll, I'll repeat the word, philosophy to it. And here's why this is a likable thing, and those who don't like it are missing this to like it. And it's like, all right, so so this happened with me a lot with musicals because mm. musicals been the genre forever. I've been like musicals, <laughs> blow me, boo, musicals. And and in the meantime, it's like, well, don't you love singing in the rain? Of course, I love singing in the rain. Yeah, what about the uh, Astaire, Ginger Rogers? Well, those are classic, you know. And it's like. Well, so now, now I got to busy my mind. <laughs> There's always been exceptions here. Right? I always got to bit. No, it's not. That's the stupidity of it. I always got to busy my mind with like, well, they fall into a specific category. That's, why that's not, not the musicals. actual musical, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> and the truth is, I think musicals probably some of them are good, some are bad. That's just all there is to it. Some are great, actually. Okay, this might, by the way, destroy this podcast. Well, this discovery because we've had many of this conversation right here. Uh, we have, and I, but but the it's thing is, so so I chose this one. Oh, but oh, by the way, before we go on, before we go on, yeah. I'm going to interrupt this this line of thinking uh-huh. to say this. Mm-hmm. Now you know, Tom, how we have. <laughs> throngs of listeners around, sounding profound here around the uh, globe you know and many countries including Syria what I think what does throng mean again okay, it's like on. a thong with a little <laughs> on it these throng, 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 throng. they uh, uh, so I don't know what this is gonna this is gonna throw them in some sort of tizzy but I think for the next f- like four episodes and I'll let you choose every single one I think we should do single movie episodes because here's what's happening even though I take notes for some of my movies, we are now getting so infrequent. By the time I watch the second movie, I'm like, what the hell happened to that first movie again? And I, luckily, I have notes on the first movie, and I remember some definite things I want to say about it. But I, 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 now, this will either happen or it won't. I, maybe two months from now, someone will look in the next episode is, you know, some, some. But let's, let's, I throw it out there. Let's have three or four episodes. You choose them. Okay. We can talk about like criteria for choosing them or whatever, but right. anyway. So back to my thing. But no, okay. But I just want to make a real quick point, if I can, because I think this particular episode uh, there has been a long hiatus, but I think there's an element to it that has not been there before with the, the oh. why it was so long. Oh, I don't know. We might disagree, actually. Really? I don't know. Okay. That's what's great about not talking about it. That's just, I love our rule. Shut up! No talking. <laughs> no talking. So, so one of the things. Oh about, Jesus! No. Well, there we go. No, 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 no. That's a that's a uh, uh, Latin food. Talkies. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? 
Okay. So, so I, mena, mena, as you mena, know, mena, mena. I have been taking jazz guitar lessons. Because <laughs> you need to have the insufferableness a little bit. I guess, yeah. I love jazz guitar. <laughs> you do, you do. I You're very passionate jazz, about like, it. A great jazz guitarist. I'm great. taking lessons each week. The guy's teaching me. It's great. So, so. The thing about jazz, one of the things I love about it is it takes dog shit music. Like, you know, it could take like this, like a, a, a song from the musical Aladdin and make it like Aladdin, Aladdin, Daddy. You know, it's like, oh, it kind of makes it cool. You know, well, I always find it better when it's like, you know, it's like one of those classic songs. But for sure, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, they take songs that I've the hated and rock songs that song. I've hated. Yeah, no, yeah. Autumn Leaves. But anyway, so, so, um, so that maybe kind of got me into this idea of Rodgers and Hammerstein because it's like those are, are songs that, that show up in the, uh, some of them in the jazz yeah, catalog yeah. a lot. And it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Right. Anyway, so we're doing Rodgers and Hammerstein, obviously. Yes, I'm going to turn it over to you because we're going to talk about Oklahoma first. But I'm going to say this. One of these movies, and I'll let you talk for a while. One of these movies, I think, is kind of a good movie. And one of these movies is not a good movie, but more enjoyable than the movie that's good. Interesting. I would go. I'm very much. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was just thrilled by my own statement. Ooh, there. The, ooh, the sirens ooh. in the neighborhood. As the punch is well, it's coming for your soul. <laughs> uh, okay, I would say, uh, f- speaking for myself, that thing I was talking about earlier about why the long hiatus here was I had a really hard time getting it up to watch it. One of these movies. Okay, so let's so so don't reveal it until it's time to reveal it, which might be I first or second. I won't. I'm going to hold off on that, and I'm going to say, in in response to you, I found one of them both. A, com- a decently compelling story, mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. which is for me very rare to say about a musical of any kind, and then and and also more enjoyable. So the one movie is more enjoyable than the other. The other one I find is just oh, so you upsetting. just you found one a better movie and more enjoyable, yeah. and the other one just neither, just awful, mm-hmm. just dreadful. Mm-hmm. And I'm super inclined to like that movie that I hate. Okay, for a particular reason, which we'll get into. First. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so let's start with. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll just go chronologically to um, 1955's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. This is the first Rodgers and Hammerstein adventure, I believe, in stage and film. But at, really? least, I, at least in film. Okay, great. I did, I did not know that. Okay. Um, I mm, thought I, did not the, I loved some of the. Uh, I think it was great. I thought it was great. I did. Yeah. I, I didn't love it because I'm not inclined to really love musicals, with a very few exceptions. But what it had kind of. By that? What do you mean by that? Explain, <laughs> Tommy. What do you mean by that? <laughs> um, um, it had some had some really compelling moments in the in the, the the architecture of the movie itself as a movie. Yep. It's pr- honestly, it's the first incel I've ever seen <laughs> depicted in a movie. Oh yeah. Because in this movie, I didn't. I didn't. I, it took me a second to credit it, but. <laughs> well. That's really what that was. I mean, I it's the exact same impulse. It depends on what you mean by insult, because if you mean it in the most charitable way that they would call themselves insults, just that this is what the condition I'm in. If you mean it in the second way, I'm going to have a large disagreement with you. The more political, like uh, Taliban or QAnon or whatever incel, they're like, we, therefore, we do things to avenge ourselves. No, 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 no. This oh. is in the this is in the week. The the the, 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 guy, the guy who stays at home and is and is filled with. With a rage that can that, that can become dangerous if left unchecked. That's what's going on. With I'll this. tell you who's dangerous. Rod Steiger. That's who we're talking about. Well, Rod Steiger. You know, first of all, I forget because uh, I was just watching uh, on the waterfront the other day, uh, which is the year before this. So he went from Charlie from, from Marlon. I would have thought Charlie, it was the other way. New to Why the this. Why did he get this job? 
I thought he was good in it. No, no, I'm not saying he wasn't. He was great. He was. He was. He, I think. I guess they were just like, "Fuck, we need somebody who can sort of sing and be moody." Yeah. And they and they like get Rod in here. But yeah. and he was really good in this role. He, he wasn't was a brilliant. bad singer. I mean, unless he did over. No, he was okay. It was okay. Yeah, she uh, played Judd. The, he's the the hired hand on the farm. Who's who's a, you know, um, not live, a confirmed bachelor. Living in the smokehouse. Yeah, well, not, no, not in the confirmed bachelor, as in he's not actually gay. But right, but he's just he's, sort of like you know, yeah, he's, he's fucking his hand a lot. I think. Yeah, that's let me right. just put that delicately. Sorry, yeah, no, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah that's a euphemism. And, it's, and he's tired of it, and it's and he's and he's angry. He's an angry, angry man. Yeah, but here's the thing: everyone's a dick to him too. Well, so that's we the thing. Kind of, this is a movie, yeah. about a town that drives a man to accidentally kill himself <laughs> because they're so mean to him. Honestly, I know. I think uh, you're supposed to be against the character of Judd. It's hard, and, and he, he's not like he's likable or anything. But it's like this town is fucked up. Yeah, I think like the. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, I think I, uh, I I sort of blanked out on one or two spots. But aren't we <laughs> aren't we introduced to him by somebody suggesting that he hang himself from the rafters? I, I think almost in song. Like, no, no, absolutely in song. Let me yeah, confirm it, that. It, it, like, it's uh, that's Curly, right? That's the guy. Yeah, who, the, the guy we're all supposed to love, right? We're all supposed to love, and like, he, yeah, he just. And by the way, he doesn't like not even out of anger. Like, go hang yourself. It's like he actually is uh, is forming a good argument for why he should yes. commit suicide. Yeah. But no worries, we'll we'll have you make you kill yourself by the we're end of this have movie. A pretty ceremony at the end, buddy. Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, the movie is full of the things that, that would make you cringe of a lot of movies, especially musicals. The grandmother is like a fucking date rape drug, uh, you know, with... Oh, talk to me. With shoes on. Well, she's just fucking rapey. I mean, all the waka waka hinta. You know, the kind of Broadway. Broadway, both movies have this. Broadway has this way of talking about fucking. It's a powerful woman, I think, is what I mean. <laughs> but talking about <laughs> fucking that's like barely a euphemism. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and, a, yeah. <laughs> and the other one has a lot of that, too. But it, but it's like, you know, she's in there. Uh, Shirley uh, Jones, right? I mean, Partridge Family. You got your Elmer Gantry. Mm. She's always mm. great. And by the way, she's a great beauty. Mamma mia. And very likable. I've never hated her in a way. I mean, even in Elmer Gantry, when, when she betrays Elmer, you're like, yeah, but... You know, it's horror. Who cares? <laughs> no, no, but it's like it's all part of the game. He kind of yeah. deserves it, and, and oh man, yeah, for sure, and everything else. But it's like in this one, it's just like, oh, you're just, you know, the, the prize pig, and who's vapid, <laughs> and 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 you end up just doing the shitty thing. Because by the way, it's not just like she she rejects Judd; she just d- decides to like. Like, hey, Judd, go go check out that cactus. Yeah! And takes off with the equivalent of the prom car, you know, yeah. and leaves him in the middle of the fucking desert as they're hearing. on their way to a date. Is this like some teenage Joe coming out here, my friend? Hey, you know what? <laughs> I called her and I called her. <laughs> I took my pink carnation No, but back. it is. I mean, it's like... No, I, no, it's it, that's interesting. You know, and, and I'm pretty sure that we sort of have to be on the divide politically where we are right now to even notice that shit. Like in the 1950s, it would have been like, oh, he's just a Jew. Jackass, like that would, like I'm pretty sure there weren't a lot of people sympathetic to Judd when 1955 when it I first would think, came out. I would I don't think, think the other way part. around though, I because he's aggressive and it's like she's the one who's like she's agreed to go with him. Yeah, but I guess also there's the the vapidity. I don't know if that's she's, the right. She's, yeah. But I mean, of everyone, really. Well, Okay. Because because it's it's like everything's about you know it has the classic scene it, like a lot of movies have like the auction of like the person or in this case it's like buy their basket I wonder what the hell that means you're right buy their lunch basket <laughs> just being a lunch basket 
Yeah. <laughs> so they keep their vagina. It's got that right out of the box smell. <laughs> but uh, but but it's but it's like you know, it, it's already kind of this this the vapid nature of everyone. Like oh. you need a man. It's like okay, that's to be expected. Right. So I don't criticize the character or, or the writers really for characterizing her as like, you know, this girl who like, uh, you know. <laughs> Because she's in, sorry, I'm, I'm just worked up over this film. Because she's, I forget her name. The woman, she was hey, in the greatest show on earth. Hold on a second. Uh, the, the great, oh, Gloria Graham, who, by the way, is not she, only. She plays the slutty one, right? She's the slutty one. Yeah. She's just a girl who can't say, say that. No. Great song, by the way. By which, the way. Which means she loves her vitamin D. <laughs> she does. But, but here's the thing. That's dick. Side note, she was in the greatest show on earth. I've looked her up. They call her one of the greatest actresses of Hollywood. She's one of the stinkolas of Hollywood as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Everything she's in, she's not good at. And in this one, at least she can hide behind the veneer of like a, a musical where it's like, who can tell how good an actor is <laughs> in a musical? Well, except for Rod Steiger. He's really, he does good? remarkably well. Because yeah, he's yeah. just done on the bottom mm-hmm. the year before. Silly prick. Yeah, well, he's... Well, okay, so 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 you have like the the, ain't, the the nun and the stripper, whatever you want to call them. But, but the thing is... Is the what is the whore Madonna complex right and and she's the whore and Shirley Jones is the Madonna. The problem is the Madonna, at least in the mythology of Christianity, was a good person. Yeah. This woman is not as terrible. So I think what's really interesting about it is how sort of relevant it is to today's conversation relative to a lot of this kind of stuff. You know, Sarah, like the incel me. thing now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the thing here's the thing. Well, I mean. The th- Fuck, I don't want to get into the abstraction here because I really want to talk about fucking the movie. Um, okay, but go ahead. No, it's just it's just that we're, we're we are in that same position right now of like you know these perpet this purveyor of violence having a you know being being sympathetic to a purveyor of violence. We're not supposed to be that, but sometimes you can be. You what know? are you talking about? I'm, I am genuinely lost here. I don't know if I can think of any specific instance. That's what I'm saying. But but there's there's this vapid society and somebody having a violent reaction against that doesn't seem out of place to me. Oh, oh, oh. so you were talking about Judd as the ultimate as the ultimate incel. And yeah, so, I'm still kind of stuck on so that. As there's far as a little bit of like, yeah. even though it's taboo to say, you're like, oh, I'm a little bit on his well, side. Let's be honest. Let's let's just uh, let's, do, do we dare do this? To be a little bit honest about the incel thing is, I think every 15 year old boy. I think I kind of get it when I was back then. What are you talking about? Wait, you're rejected. Did you have the, the feeling way of being is. rejected? Yeah. And so like you want to laid. blow up the world. <laughs> yeah. There's that rage is a real thing when you're a teenage boy, you know? And so. I suppose. But but they're not. But it never occurred to me to actually follow through on but it. But I don't care how and corny. Then, they then you do. get laid and then you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Whew, it's all gone. But, but, I'm, but I think even in the 1955 world. Uh, th- this film wasn't catering to fifteen-year-old boys. I mean, you know, it was con- it was catering Shirley to suburban Jones, couples. You know, yeah. and it's like, and 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 there are all these. The, the weird thing is, like, the the good the people who actually seem sort of good are like Eddie Albert, who wildly plays like an Egyptian salesman. I mean, it's really with with what the fuck was that accent? Wisconsin's got to be. I don't know what it was. Crazy accent. But the thing, and, and he's he's also like the 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 so called uh, loose lady, the the girl who can't say no. Yeah. He's sort of trying to like pawn her off, like oh my god, all I wanted was to make out with her, which is code, I guess, for sleeping with her. But it's like I just all I wanted to do was make out with her. And now I gotta I gotta get rid of her, and maybe he can pawn some good off goods off to get enough money to satisfy the father. And it's like holy shit. On paper, like you're a bad person, but in the context of this movie, you're one of the good ones. Right. You're right. one of the harmless ones. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a menacing There's town. There's an actual price tag that I can see on this one. I, that's the state staying 
leave, so I'm never going. It's actually one of the few states I haven't been to, and I don't think I will go. Well, sorry, listeners in Oklahoma. Well, I, okay, that's that's a subtext we should get to. Believe me on that one. But I do want to talk about this. One of the things that made this a more palatable movie to me was. I'm a sucker for song recognition. I am. Yeah. Well, I knew some of the songs from this movie. I didn't know any of them from you the did. other movie. That's a lie. No. I'll tell you what. When it comes up, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll remind oh, you. I'll sing it for you, oh. actually, and then you'll know. Hmm. Okay. But, but this one, I mean, oh, but, what a beautiful morning. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I love that song. I do, Surrey too. with a fringe on top. Well, the, okay, Surrey with a fringe on top. Baby. Right there. Surrey with a fringe on top. Yeah. That's exactly what he needed to can't say no. Yeah, well, but 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 the but the no, uh, just making a statement. Shut up, Surrey with a fringe. Let me talk. <laughs> Jesus, Dan, I want to live. Anyway, so the Surrey with a fringe on top. Like I, I knew that song. I'd heard it. Like I think I first heard it. Harry met Sally. For fuck's sake. Mm. Um, so I knew. I had no idea mm-hmm. what the context of Owens. Which you know the context of it. You're like that. Shirley Jones's character becomes more shallow. Yes. <laughs> every second. Like yes. I had no idea that that was an, uh, that was some acquisitive bitch. Uh, wanting uh, the life of Riley out in the middle of the sticks. That was Oklahoma. Yeah, no. Uh, well, but, I mean, but here's what it has to offer, I think, is I think cinematically it's really interesting. I yeah, mean, it's, it, beautiful. it's yeah. beautifully, beautifully shot. shot. There's a shot of where they follow cur- Curly through the corn. It's like, is this an auteur film? Like, what, what's happening here? I mean, there are elements and like like sky shots. I mean, it's really beautifully made. And I have to say this. I think the song Oklahoma itself mm-hmm. is... Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. I think yeah. it's really clever. It's yes. good. It's a good musical wait, song. Wait, is that a pun I missed? Oh. No, oh, that's just, actually like, how oh, they sing it. They, oh, just go with, they just go with an oh. Stop, Oklahoma. Yeah. But That's are they, they singing? Like, oh, really like, oh my, oh Oklahoma. Is that the thing? Yeah, kind of. All right, I, I think you. they're going for the pun. Yeah, I think they are going for the pun. I think it's yeah. it's super clever. I think it was. Yep. A, that's a good song. It's got a little, a small. It's got that quality. A, 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 the other one has a lot more of this, but this one is a small Shakespearean moment. Shakespeare to me is anytime. Like you have a Three's Company moment, essentially, where it's like, oh, well, this coffee cup is actually a radio, and oh. that's moving the whole plot along. Oh, Curly. But yeah, but this one has has a, a, a couple of plots. One's about a spyglass. I don't want to give it away, but a spyglass. And I mean, there's a couple of interesting things in it. The guy who bought the spyglass <laughs> is a real dope, but he's kind of like a, another likable ca- There's a couple of likable characters. Well, we're, we're okay. We're, again, this this is written for a for the urban slash suburban audience. Yeah. Not really, it's not really meant to flatter the people of Oklahoma, so it doesn't worry too much about that. This there's a lot of yokels here. Oh, I guess yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, of course, but this this also has, I think, a, a kind of like a mandatory requisite thing that movies had uh, musicals had in the '50s, including Singing in the Rain, which I love. Which is like somewhere in the middle. Dream sequence? Yeah. There has to be some <laughs> 10 minute, like, like somebody picks up a carpet and there's like a, a, a shadow dancing with you for 10 minutes and all of us, you know, it's like, it's that I could always do without the musicals. Uh, yeah, it's like the, uh, it, it's almost as though like the set design uh, uh, part of the company has like something in their contract where they just get 10 minutes to go apeshit. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe it's a way because you you um, you give a certain salary to non-speakers, so giving... maybe they get the most out of their dancers that way. Or, <laughs> or maybe we're not giving it credit. Maybe yeah. there's an actual like, because these are all adapted from stage, maybe there's a reason in stage that they do it. And they're just translating, moving it over. Oh, to to, to for scenery. Maybe for a, like a uh, like a major scene change of some kind. I could be full of shit. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. This one, like the next one, there are many moments where you go, "Oh, I can hear a New York, you know, particularly fifties, but even today, audience like that little laugh break that you get that you really, even in the most successful adaptation of a, of a, a comedic play to a film, 
never transfers to the film the way that it does because there's something about um, uh, a, not applause break, but laugh break lines in a, mm-hmm. in, in a comedy on stage that, that the audience just goes with. Like the writers insert it almost like like it's a point to the audience. The audience goes, ah, yeah. get it with She's okay. talking about sex or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, all right. With her basket, her hamper. Uh, oh, her lunch hamper. Oh. Her, yeah. Say Dude, I know. So let me ask you this real quick. This is just ask kind of a, a sort of randomish question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I was. I had a girlfriend for a while who really who made me watch a bunch of shit in theaters, mm-hmm. and it was all really great. I, like I, new stuff or retro or but all all of it. And I even saw like a, it was a Cole Porter movie uh, play. I can't remember what it was. It was very. It was rapid as fuck. Hey, but hey, man. No, it was set on a. It was set on like a cruise ship or something like that. And there was a, there was a couple of like genuine like like big sort of jazz hit songs that came out of it. Okay, but but all that. But what was your? What's have you seen enough plays to have a favorite? Like in, well, in person. Play. Well, are you? I mean, enough that I could even sort of. Cla- I mean, in terms of dramatic. Yeah, have you ever seen one that made you go, "Oh, that was well done"? Well, okay, I saw Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Um, on on the stage and when i say on the stage they actually had seating like the cheapest seating was on the stage right and i Uh, saw it with a woman i was dating who was named martha at the time so it was a very weird experience (laughs) because because your name was george for three weeks it's like god damn it martha and they'd be like throwing an ashtray like um but i already knew it was (laughs) uh i i saw um uh, like highlights uh, A Few Good Men before the movie came out okay, and yeah. it was with um, the guy from Amadeus Tom Hulse I think his name is right. um, yeah so I can think of a bunch of them that I like but those come to mind I, the one I thought the one I saw that I, I got dragged to this one was definitely a kicking and screaming moment yeah. and then I immediately realized how wrong I was, was mm-hmm. that, yeah, it was Wicked is a remarkable oh I saw Wicked it was great really good yeah yeah it's good I was, it was a compelling story it, going on that's the main it. That thing well is, that, yeah. is that I don't remember any of the no, songs no. but it definitely was a very compelling story and, and plus there's something about stagecraft when, with, when, especially when there's music involved where there's already music involved. There's already like, okay, people are singing out of nowhere. So it kind of get, loosens people, the creators up <coughs> to like, all right, well, let's just have a tree talk or let's have people fly over here or whatever. So it's like, all right, you're kind of in. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And, I saw, and then I got, I did see one in the Heights. I saw that, which is why I realized I wasn't going to see Hamilton. No good? Well, it's the same guy. Right. right. But, but, uh, but it's, no, no, it was really good. I just don't like hip hop. Musicals. I didn't like it. Okay. Nah, well, how many think. are there? Those two that I know of. There's yeah. no doubt there's more, but those are the two I can think of. I'm reading a great biography. Mm. This is really a side note. On uh, President Harrison. William Mom. Henry Harrison? Mama mia. No. I'm sorry. George Garfield. Harris. Garfield. President George Harris. No, no. Yeah, it's like Gar- President Garfield. President Garfield hated Mondays, but he loved lasagna. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's a lot of jokes I get as a result of reading the book. <laughs> It's quite a compelling read. Anyway, okay, so let me tell you this. If, if you're ready to move on to the next movie, if, if, if you don't mind, let's see well, a lot more let's give, What's our final verdict on this movie? Okay, so th- I'm going to tell you the verdict because then you'll know the other verdict. I think this movie is well made. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it that much. Okay, okay. As opposed to the next one, which is not well made, but I loved it. Oh, damn it, I wish I could <laughs> I say loved- the same. So I got to say, Oklahoma, I guess, uh, you know, a lot of it, I think, if I'm, if I'm being really honest, and why Please not be on honest, the podcast, yeah. why not? Uh, is uh, I'm, I'm, I am really a chimpanzee when it comes to song recognition. Like, that just pleases me. I don't know how to fucking fight that. Now, I did not have that problem with our next, uh, our next movie. Did you already say the name? 
No, it's 1961's Flower Drum Song. Flower Dumb Song? All right. Give me your... Start with it. Flower Cum Song. A bit. <laughs> um, there were some things I did like about this movie. I thought the set design was fantastic. I thought it was really fucking interesting. I like how, I like how they really did a painstaking job of sort of recreating San Francisco's Chinatown in a, like a studio. <laughs> they pulled off a really yep. good job there. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I could watch anything with Jack Sue in it just because I love Jack Sue. Let's talk Jack Sue. Barney! I knew, I knew Jack Sue, yeah, it's the terrible coffee maker from Barney Miller. Uh, yeah, me too. That's yeah. all I ever knew of her. I swear to God, I had no idea what the fuck. I knew he was, a, I, I read somewhere that he was a stand up comedian. He was a singer, which this well, film does not highlight. No, really, no. That's one of the things I'd say overall about this movie is none of the voices are great. Yeah. Uh, I don't I'll think. give you that. And I didn't, and like, and none of the, none of the songs stuck with me at all. How about uh, a little something called I enjoy being a girl? Yeah, it was okay. Was yeah, just, you're right. A, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I do know that song. Okay. It was surprised me, actually. It's like, oh, this is where that's from. Well, I just never believed that song. That's the problem. Who would enjoy a girl? Yeah, boo. What are you thinking? <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Lie, boo. Yeah, I guess I forgot about that. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I had a hard time sort of motivating myself to I watch to this movie after be, a while. To your point, I had to search for the one oh. I remember remembering. <laughs> It's got Linda Lowe. Now, it's interesting because at first, as I was watching it, I thought, why is Linda, Linda Lowe like the top-billed person here? Hmm. I mean, aside from Jack Sue, et cetera, what about the, the young woman who comes over, who we'll talk about in a minute, but she plays Mei Lee. Her name is Miyosha Omiki. Yeah. Who, but I thought, what is this? And, 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 and then I remembered Linda Lowe had been in... Um, is it the world of Susie Wong with, yeah, with William right. Holt? A terrible movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, maybe she's fresh <laughs> she's off. She's got more credits. But then I thought, but that's still not fair. And then as I moved along, I thought, I realized, oh, she gets just as much time as the woman who should be the main character. Now, as far, this is one of the things I suspect in the play that that the mm-hmm. the woman who we start with in the film, the yeah. woman from China, China yep. who's the the picture bride, she's come with her father. Mm-hmm. They snuck aboard a ship. Um, it, by the way, instigating some remarkably like echoes of debates we have today about about yes, it was yes. weird watching this film. I mean, I'm talking about the reaction of the characters, but I thought, why, why I, she should be the main character, and I, I think she probably was more of a main character in the play, and they just shifted it. That's my instinct to Linda Lowe because Linda Lowe shouldn't have as big a role compared to her as she does. Well, they almost are running on. They're running a parallel track. But they shouldn't be. There's something about the structure of uh, uh, plays, as I know them, that it, she should be a little less in the structure. Hmm. Oh, okay, sure. I don't know. Because the, you, you're given too much time to like her. Right. Despite the fact that she's a little, you know. Yeah, not, she not is too, a little bit in there. She's better than Shirley Jones. If you, I mean, in terms of her attitude. Please, please, that angelic woman. <laughs> she made a man fall on his knife. <laughs> Yeah, but he kind of had it coming. I don't think so. He was a bad person. He was oh, trying to burn the town at the end, but by God, they drove him to it, I swear. And it wasn't just an incel thing. Like, they were just mean to that guy. Anyway. So, what do you think mean? Never mind. So anyway, so, so, so it all started, you know, this is now taking place in the, in the great uh, 1950s San Francisco, and, yep. and they come. And, and so the whole deal is that she's been a picture bride to, to the Jack Sue character, who's hilariously... He could be like more, hey, Joe, jazz. You know, you know what it reminded me of? You, you remember Across the Pacific? Yes, 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 exactly. The guy on me the too. boat? Yeah, yeah, the Japanese guy? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I love hamburgers. <laughs> so, uh, Rita Hayworth. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he is just a he's, he's rat the, pack before the rat pack. Yeah, he's the picture of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And he's got this. And he pulls it off. Her. He's very charming doing it. What do you say? I got a fig in the fire right now, Mama. <laughs> and that's that's the Linda Lowe character. Who's who's? The, do, like he should have done the voice of Baloo. Like he's got that, that yeah that filth thing going on. But but his 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 Hipster. his fig in the fire. The woman he's got sort of on the string there. <laughs> Is Linda Lowe and Linda Lowe is is it's a cl- obviously a statement about like old the generations even a couple of songs well, about the, the generations. That's the whole thing. That's that's half of this movie, right? But it's you know it's like in Chinatown and it's like he owns this club and she's clearly the, like the Chinese American woman who doesn't speak Chinese, only has American values, right, right. and he mm-hmm. digs her. And by the way, it's very clear from the beginning <coughs> that she's not that into him except as like a sugar daddy, right? 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 right. But he's you know ghoul over her. And now that now the picture bride comes in, who's not unattractive, but it's like the, she's all the old school, barely talk. Very timid, all this yeah. sort of stuff. You know, and it's there's like, a, a faint waft of, uh, of mothball there. Yeah. So here's what he's got to do because it's 1960. <laughs> Let me find uh, a way to pawn her off onto somebody else. Oh, of course. Which yes. actually wasn't that uncommon in these picture bride uh, situations. Like, have you it. ever met? Have you ever seen that happen in real life? Picture bride thing. No, somebody pawning somebody they don't want off on another person. I don't. I can't. I, I, I can't imagine Marty, actually doing but that's that. Not real life, I guess. <laughs> It seems weird, man. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. No, all, all I mean by that, I don't I actually don't know if that was common. I mean, you know, one one thing, and this doesn't make me an expert, but one of my favorite, um, but it, but you draw your own conclusion, especially listeners in China, um, and that is uh, Sui Sin Far, the the Chinese Canadian writer, and she wrote all kinds of nonfiction and also short fiction about these very subjects. Yeah. And, and I don't know that people were pawned off onto other people, but I know that the picture bride was merely a piece of property in the, the truest sense. Right. Like you're collecting what's owed to you, I essentially. We're talking about the good old days, Joe. Oh, how dare you, Tommy. How dare, how dare <laughs> you, Tommy? And no kung fu anywhere. Um, okay, so... <laughs> joke. Oh, shut up, dude. The moment... Oh, man. Okay. I love this movie. It's very... It's breezy. You got breeziness, first of all. Oh, Morning is okay. a friend of mine. And you got... No, it's, it's not <laughs> a friend of anybody, you motherfucker. <laughs> and you got... I mean, uh, Jack Sue. You got the old... It's like... It's pre-Paul Lynn, you know. Kids, what's the matter with kids? But the, the Asian form... By the way, I looked some of the stuff up. And, and it says something that I didn't notice, I guess, probably about my own, you know... Uh, Racism. I guess, probably, in that... Racist. In that, like... Um, uh, what's her name? Mei Li is Japanese. Linda Lowe is Chinese. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, it's like I think this person's Australian. They're just all over the place. <laughs> anything in the Pacific Rim is Chinatown. Yeah, anything Asian-ish. Let's get it into the movie. Well, yeah, there was some to funny lines about they... the Chinese food. Come on. Uh, well, and, and to the credit, I mean, if you want to get down to it, I mean, it was they made a very deliberate attempt to have an all Chinese cast, and there was like one one honky running around at some point, but that's it. What was he doing? Uh, not know, probably like oppressing somebody. I don't know. Yeah, just in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we need to. Although, I, I, I will have to right say, here. like, I, I, my the, the the scene where uh, Meili is that her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. It's like I am wet back whistling. Oh, little, yeah. Well, I was a little painful to behold, but it, it was, was really terrible. cute. It was, yeah, it, yeah. But the thing is, and then they kept repeating. <laughs> it. Yeah, the, you know that the thing where you turn away from the screen as if that matters. No, but but I. I wondered if that was because you know, especially where we grew up, we heard that that um, racial oh, yeah. epithet a, course, lot a lot in California, but it referred to Mexican Mexicans, yeah. uh, immigrants. So I wondered it was like that, just a general term, 
four immigrants in the I thought that thought too, but I don't think it. I think it's just her misunderstanding that that's the context of it. Because she even got it from uh, like a television movie or something like that, where it was a Mexican lady saying it. I have went back. Cute man, I I, I really loved the way this. It reminded me of Bye Bye Birdie, and that it's like it's not great. Oklahoma's a better made movie for sure, but I just oh, did I enjoy the flower drum song? Okay, okay, for sure. Mm. I mean, I like I like Bye Bye Birdie too. I mean, I did too. I was kind of like I was reminded of how many of these movies I do like, or I should say, a lot of them cases songs. Like I know really for Rodgers and Hammerstein, Mm -hmm. I think the only thing else I can really think of that I know would be the King and I, and I love the King and I. Don't love it. Of course you don't, Joe. Why? Why, of course? Because you're a contrary son of a bitch no, who no, doesn't I like never... things that are good. Okay, well, we were both talking about musicals. So for, just calm down over there. I, I never really got it. I never really got... Uh... No, it's just the songs are great. The, 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 ca- the cast is attractive. It's really... That's all you're really mm. looking for from a musical. Like That's why I think Oklahoma's interesting because there's actually like this weird, violent subtext, which is almost never in those things. Yeah, it is, it is kind <laughs> of a more interesting story, too. This one... Now, I mentioned Shakespearean stuff that Oklahoma had the one with the spyglass. Mm-hmm. This one seemed to have all over the place and I wish I'd written more of them down but just sort of like someone's mistaken for someone else because after a while I started losing track of like wait who's interested in who all of a sudden they were playing I've musical. distinctly lost track of that for a while too <laughs> I was like no fucking idea the thing about it is it's one of those things we're watching okay somebody's gonna end up with somebody yeah that's the point. Let now let's keep track of what's happening well, it because it's really hard the plot to lines is, is, follow it sometimes. The guy, and, oh, by the way, we should we shouldn't go too far without mentioning head waiter James Hong, who we who we saw recently yeah. in Everything Everywhere All the Time. Baby James Hong, yeah, sixty Isn't years it? ago, he's awesome. playing a waiter. Uh, but anyway, the he's guy been in everything they needed. Oh God, I James love him so Shigeta, much. who who uh, should be a household name, Japanese name. But I've seen him in tons of seventies and eighties yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. so I recognize him as an older person. <laughs> but he plays the the, the son. Who, who, you know, um, Jack Sue is trying to pawn the, the picture right off onto. Yeah. Uh, he's the, his father is very traditional. Amer- but he's the American college boy. And his younger brother. His younger yeah. brother, by the way, is the best dancer in the whole goddamn thing. That kid was flimming and flamming all over the place, baby. Some of the dancing wasn't great. But okay, go on. Well, I, we're going to have to Siskel and Ebert this, baby. This yeah, is okay. nuts. All right, let's go. There's your jaw. Yes, my head's <laughs> oozing. We get the... Horrible jokes. Yes. The, <laughs> I'm Pauline Kale, if anything. Uh, I belong on salad and movie. Well, plus you have a vagina. Nice. So um, the this guy who's the the there's a woman and her the most pivotal role I can't remember her name but she's I don't even know officially what she's like friend of both families or something and she sort of gets it into the old man the traditional guy's head like. Give them. This is a new country. I know that you can just sort of like make this this picture right, marry your son, but give them a week to fall in love. And it, <coughs> of course, it's an eye rolling moment because it's like, oh, here's the, the magic week. And but as I'm watching it, I'm thinking like, okay, this cornball love affair. And what happens is nothing until one moment James Shigeta just turns to her and is in love with her. Right. It's it's like they they gave him uh, uh, what's the stuff Bill Cosby used to use? What's the love name? potion Spanish number nine? Yeah. Isn't it funny that they used to, there was a song called Spanish Fly by Van Halen that Bill Cosby, who used the version of it on a hundred women or something, did yeah. it in one of his act. Spanish Fly was just something that people talked about all the time. Like, yep, get some it Spanish even Fly. Exist. Who knows? But the idea. Like, you know, I get the feeling it's like those. It's like those pills you see in like gas stations for erectile dysfunction. Yeah, it's just some some guy. Like, we could probably make some now and sell it. Nice. That's what I'm saying. Well, this might no, be let's get episode. in here. Let's go. <laughs> but the point is, like, where did he? Like, so there were there were elements where it's like this. Like structurally, this isn't anything as good as Oklahoma. Like he's just like he's just suddenly in love with her, and then suddenly someone's mad and. And, mm-hmm. and, and and by the way, getting back to to, to uh, Linda Lowe, 
that's the actress's name, right? Oh no, that's the that's the character's name. Nancy Kwan is the actress. Uh, Na- oh, yeah, yeah. Linda Lowe. We understand that she just wants the sugar daddy, but she is so into just getting a husband. She'll take anyone, anyone who, who slips that place. It's kind of weird. That is true. Yeah, I was so I found it particularly upsetting when she dragged this poor schmuck in, uh, pretending he was like a, like oh, a, a fucking right. admiral. As an ex Navy man, I was like, "What are you doing?" For the longest, it took me a while to figure out. I I, it, it took me a while one. to tumble to the fact that they were that they weren't like the writers weren't retarded. <laughs> they were making okay, but him yeah. look that bad. You know, here's the thought I had. Right. In the same moment because I was like, would shake hands. He could only salute, and he's wearing a hat inside. Like that's not okay. What's going on? Well, <laughs> I didn't even have to have any military experience. And they're like, what is going on with this goofy brother of hers? He's a military officer. And then when it's revealed, he's actually the the, the comedian or MC at the burlesque show or yeah. whatever it is. It's fine. But one of the things that I was thinking in that moment was, in that very moment, was yeah, but you had no problem with it with well, high society. High society reared its ugly head to sort of save the day. I was like, yes, high society's got Uncle Willie and and bada bada bing all over for, the place. For some reason, shit. I think you're wrong. I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, but I'm just <laughs> making, I'm just drawing up because it goes back well, to. Well, we could draw that to any movie if you really squint, But this goes back right? to my original point because in my original sort of mentality of why certain musicals are acceptable, mm-hmm. high society was always in one that was acceptable, but yeah. it makes all the mistakes this movie makes. Uh, yeah, but everyone's prettier. I don't know. In high society? Yeah. I don't I know. Beg, I beg uh, to differ there, even. Come on, Satchmo's in there. Yeah. You're talking about the beginning of jazz. <laughs> yeah, with, with the other <laughs> beginning of jazz man, Bing Crosby. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, well, I guess that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of the funny thing about that. There's an arbitrary quality to... There's a, the arbitrary quality of taste in any sense, right? No. Like, ah... Like, I love that movie, too. You're right. It, it does not bear up under scrutiny. I like it when I find a movie that does actually what? deserve the love I give it. But uh, so many of them don't. Yeah, but I that's think for sure. We could go too far the other way. Like, I think it's... <laughs> I'm, I'm admitting my mistake at the top of this podcast to, like, and here's the... You know, it's like, yeah, so just how about we just start liking the musicals we like and don't like the ones we don't like. Right. But it's still worthy of sort of, like, if we do it today or, or just in the future, trying to figure out... Why is it that some musicals seem to rise to the top? It, it's the song, certainly. That's got to be number one reason. And Oklahoma has a lot more than Flower Drum right. Song. But it's got to be something else about it. Mm-hmm. That, and, and, and I'm not sure what it is that makes some music. I mean, mm-hmm. Singing in the Rain, by the way. That's I, legitimately, I think it's I do love place. the songs yeah. in Singing in the Rain. But if you took out all the songs, I think I'd still like it. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's that Singing in the Rain is like that perfect storm of a musical movie, for sure, I think. Mm. Oh, that's a, that would make a great musical. The Perfect Storm, the musical. Yes, perfect Storm, the musical. <laughs> By Lynn Emanuel. Oh, but, but only if we can get like in a, a wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald references a couple of times in there. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, it's a perfect, it's, it's almost, it, there's a sense in which it's actually, it manages to be almost nearly a perfect movie while at the same time being a musical. That's, a, that's incredible. That's definitely lightning in a bottle. I don't know if, if I've ever heard of anything Maybe like that's that. it. And, 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 and Except the, Yentl. Yentl was amazing. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> but but um, like I, I always love the Fred Astaire, Ginger Roger movies. And that's because, uh, I think just because the dancing's so cool. Yeah. Right? They, they, they build a story around dancing. And I, I do like more Gene Kelly things too. That might be because of the dancing also because I like I On prefer his dancing to Fred Astaire's but I oh, still you gotta that's look That's crazy. You're you being gotta... a nutso. No. Now no, you're being a fascist. No. <laughs> I... You want to be killed. You have answers <laughs> the questions? 
Go on. Uh, I well, well, like another fiscal year of a moment. But the point is, I like them both for the day. I like on the town. I even like like take me out to the even anchors away is tolerable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, what? I think you know how we did all Western episodes. <laughs> let's do, let's do seven musical episodes and lose what you know. Okay. The, the last uh, the last luster. listener in Peru. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> all right. I do not understand this. All right. Um, I, anyway, so for me, uh, but no, hold on. I want to talk. I'm not. Oh please. Oh, about I apologize. So I love Fred Astaire, oh, but boy. Fred Astaire is like is, his dancing is dancing, dancing. It's oh, almost like yeah. almost ballroom in a sense. That's most. That's it's the majority. So of what good he it does. comes off the way. I understand. What's that? It's so good that it comes off that way. Okay, well, I'm, I'm willing to grant that because, I mean, look at, do I look like I know a fuck all about dancing whatsoever? To our audience, it's yeah. just a matter. Yeah, well, they don't know. I don't know. This look. is the thinnest you're ever going to be, Tommy. Every time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've always just been like, I've always, just there's, a, there's an athleticism to uh, what's his name that I've always kind of preferred. Both of them. No, no, yeah, they're both, but but one is highly accentuated, and the other one's much here's more the in the difference. background. Here's, they're Fred both Astaire, wonderful. Here's in the, the background. They both do amazing things. It's a Fred Astaire does it all below the knees. It's like it's a it's a weird yeah, like bodily yeah. act of magic how that's happening. Fucking and, Irish. And Gene Kelly too is. It's no, I don't know enough about dancing. This, this is not a knock. He's flim flapping and flapping his arms. I kind, I just love that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got more. Well, they both do prop use. They're both a little carrot top in that way. Like, here's an umbrella. It's a gun. Bada, bada, bada. I think they're dancing. I think that's just part of it. Is that just dancing? I think that's just part of it. I don't think you get called a hack for using the prop in dancing. <laughs> What's with that hackery? <laughs> I go all natural. Why does it got a duck coming through a stop sign? That makes no sense. Make a joke about it at least. All right. All right. What else are you going to say? Come on. About, uh, I, just, you ah, I just want to say that. Um, What's that? Yeah, anything else about Flower Drum Song? No, I didn't. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I just had a hard time watching it. Mm, I don't know why. I could I not get it. interested in it. Mm. But, eh, what are you going to do? I will say this musical, about. I thought about like other musicals that might be interesting. I, I'm not averse to this concept of doing a bunch oh, of. Oh, let's not. Run. I mean, I'd like let's I, get back I, to this. There's a lot of Roger Hammerstein I haven't seen. Well, we can come back. Sweeney Todd's got to be a good version of that out somewhere. I don't know what you're talking about, but those are all words that didn't make sense to me. It made me hungry. Yeah, Sweeney Todd. Um, the thing about musical, I will say this, this is, there's some telling in this. I think even the ones I enjoy, mm -hmm. I can do something I don't like to do with movies a lot more often. And that is stop it and come back to it. <laughs> you will. Yeah, there is that. I don't mind. Well, in the middle very, of a song. very seldom in a musical is the plot part is, is the plot incredibly important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it tends to be a little patched together. Yeah. Okay, fuck. All right. So um, you love Flower Drum Song? No, no. I like you want to marry it. You love it some much. I want to be its picture bride, yeah. It, you know, it, <laughs> I, I just had a good time. And while I was, it was like a good, definitely like the guilty pleasure that you, you love so much, that's how I felt about like, I, this is, I can't defend yeah, it, but, but I like it. you consider that musicals are almost specifically escapist in nature. Like they're not considered a high art as a rule. They're an escapism thing. Yeah, that's, you know, but what's funny... So there might Not be a more. Ha -ha I might almost like, oh god, oh, I might be saying, oh, I might well, be giving you legitimacy here. Well, <laughs> let me oh, fuck myself as I often do. Mm. Here's what I think is interesting about it is, you know, this is the year I started to get into opera a bit. Now I don't know anything about it. To me, it's like I'm gonna go, you know, eat, take an edible and go watch a three hour opera, and I don't care what's going. I don't know if I the plot. Understanding the plot's not even important to me. I just want to see like the tone, like ooh, Mephistopheles, ooh. So so. Uh, oh no. Ugh. So is <laughs> not a fucking opera. But no, but anyway, the point is, I mean, I guess, you know, stereotypically, like, operas should be taken seriously. Musicals, not. 
But the thing is, why is that true about musicals and not true about operas? Because the truth of the matter is, oh. operas do have yeah. plots that... It, I mean, I, I was joking around just a minute ago, but actually every time I go see an opera... And by the way, when I go see an opera, I go see them at the, the simulcast, the local movie theater. But, but the point is, every time I do, I look it up, I look up the plot, and I find it very helpful. Oh, interesting what right. they're doing here. I never feel that way about a musical. Yeah. Why? Well, because I think it's the exact same reason why we don't respect, uh, say, Scientology as much as we do the Catholic Church, just as a general rule. Mm. It's just been around longer. So, so there have been more. Mm. If you look at it, if you look at it in a longevity standpoint, like all the operas we know, mm-hmm. have been good enough to be operas that we know that that have lasted. That is not true of musicals. There's going to be a lot of dog shit musicals coming out because an opera and a musical are indistinguishably okay. the same thing. Now you've given me an idea. Tommy. Exactly the same thing. Now you've given me an idea. Well, it's for, about time, Joe, for a future <laughs> podcast. Now, now, not soon. <laughs> at least ten podcasts out. Let, let's find the mo- the least successful musicals that were ever adapted, and and do uh, the ones that like nobody remembers. <laughs> That's why. Why would like Plessy versus fuck? Ferguson the musical why, like why, just something? Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Okay, okay. So you. It's agreed. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade the, the musical. musical. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be a quick coat hanger? Okay. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm pretending to Apple originality jelly. at Apple this jelly. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're careful of a Is that a okay off off mic conversation? I need to know more about this fajita. Yeah, planned fajita. Really? Oh, we're running out I, I think this is funny because there's a little piece of work history involved episode. in it that I remember, but I don't think oh. you do. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Is is this why you have that mark on the top of your head in the shape of a? The shape of uh, some <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, it's been fun, Tommy. And hopefully we'll be doing these more often because yeah. we'll be doing single episodes. Craft single it. service. All right. Let's do it. Later, buddy. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. No.